following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks. Uh, Todd Kunin is out uh, shooting a commercial, and we are so happy to have Cal Hunter back. Uh, he was uh, under the weather and was unable to uh, be our producer. And I'm telling you, we go back and listen to the podcast from the, the week that Cal was not here, and I am not kidding. What a cluster. <laughs> we just, it does not sound good. I'm Cal sorry. makes things sound good. Sometimes. Uh, uh, he's, he's, he's back at it. His fingers are a little not as nimble as they used to be, but uh, we're having a good time and we're doing some great things. Uh, this hour, I, I just had to bring, I just, it's not appropriate, but I have to bring it up. I just, Cal, I got to do it. Okay, go I've got to talk about it. What, that, what, what? Uh, we not, was it last week or the week before, we talked about the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals. Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals covers Oklahoma, Colorado, Kansas, New Mexico, Utah, and Wyoming. They just upheld a woman's group allowing people, that women. is women especially, but men too, but they, it's, it's, it shouldn't be discriminated against, to go topless. And they're allowed to go topless now. And and this has actually just, uh, uh, you know, been a whirlwind of what's going on. But the uh, Oklahoma Attorney General's uh, office is saying, wait a minute, because these women, apparently there's women ready to start bearing it all. They're saying, well, it doesn't apply in this to the states. You know, this is comes down to, is it a state argument, a state or a federal fight? But all I got to say is uh, we did miss Taco on uh, August 17th, there was Topless Taco Festival in Portland. Oh. And Portland, we, Oregon. Yeah, oh. Portland, Oregon. And, oh. and we missed My it. My home state. Yes. What, what is wrong with us, Fred? I don't know. Wait, where were we? You Topless were... Taco Tuesday? Well, that's what I... Here's the deal. Oh. Cal, I know you claim you weren't. You were under the weather and Todd was shooting a commercial. I believe that's where you guys were in Portland. You Maybe. and Todd. We're at, at, at the Topless Taco Festival of Portland, August 17th. Just don't subpoena my phone. Okay. okay. <laughs> and you know what's, you know what's going to happen on the fifth Saturday of every month. What? Uh, topless fifth Saturday? No, what? No, Topless Radio Law Talk. Oh, now you're talking. Okay. Oh, Todd and I are going to look really good. <laughs> we'll stream it live. All I got to say is when I go swimming, for the people out there, uh, I, put, I, I put one of those little shirt things on that are the, what do you call the shirts that are the uh, the white skin tight? No, no, the white beater <laughs> well, you shirt. Know the kind of you don't know the tight, um, the skin. The skin, spandex, something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever they do for, they call The, the sun that t- keeps the yeah, sun that away. Yeah, keeps the sun away. I, I do want to get so, so those of you ever go swimming with me don't worry you're not going to be uh i I was worried about scaring children you know i i I think they'll be if if children saw me with my shirt off it would be probably scarred for life so i try to wear something over very wise i'm the same way yeah so uh no we will not do that on the on the fifth but uh, but that's that's okay denise if you want actually next week i'm going to be gone denise and todd will be here and we have a special guest where uh next saturday we do Uh, who is it Uh, her name is um maria Vatis, and uh, I think that's how it's pronounced, Vathis, maybe, and she is the president of the Federal Bar Association. No, this is a big so, deal. Yeah. yeah, this is good. We're going to have a lot of questions for her and have a lot of fun learning about her organization and about yeah. the things that she does as a federal attorney. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we're going to have her on, but uh, but I won't be here, so you guys can do, if you want to do your uh Topless thing. We're not in the Tenth Circuit, so you can't do that. We gotta wait. Gotta wait for the Ninth. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has gotta uh, take care of that. So we're gonna talk today about. We're gonna do a case or no case. We're gonna talk about Harvard. Whether or not Harvard and other schools are uh, uh, discriminating against students. We got uh, Meghan Markle is suing uh, a tabloid. Denise, you wanted to talk about another divorce that was interesting. What was the Well, it was it's not a divorce. It's an annulment. Annulment. That's right. And you want yeah. to talk about a difference between annulments and divorces? Yes. There's a lot of things. There's the uh, opioid epidemic uh, lawsuits are settling, Las Vegas shooting uh, case settlements. And they, we have to talk about e-cigarettes. So what we do the third hour, just so you know, we kind of do like speed dating. You know when you have heard of those speed datings where you like blast through stuff? We're going to try to blast through all of this stuff uh, as quick as we can. But one final thing we want to say that we just have to 
go through. The college admission scandal that we've talked about many times, well, there is an individual that's a Napa winemaker, a wealthy individual, just got, uh, he just got five months in jail for uh, doing the college admission scandal. He was one of the many of them that have just said they, they And fled. that's one of the longer terms, yes, too. Yes. What's interesting is this story has a lot of legs, doesn't it? I mean, it looks like it never ends. It just keeps going and going and going. It's the ever-ready bunny of, of news. Well, here's, because because it's, it's in different federal courts. Right. I mean, you're looking at a lot of different judges. You're looking at a lot of different uh, pleas. You're looking at distinguishing, the prosecutors distinguishing the bad from the good. You know, it's and, an interesting. And let me tell you what's spinning off from that, too. And I don't necessarily say it's 100% related to that, but spinning off is the NCAA rules of getting players to be paid in the NCAA, you know, basketball, football players, you know, whatever, and with endorsements. Which and, most professional athletes seem to be in favor of, surprisingly to me. And and didn't uh, LeBron James came out and said, well, of course, you know, why, why not? And to some degree, I'm telling you, my general opinion is, I don't think that's off base. I I don't know if that's the exact fix, but I'm telling you, those of you who are not in this sports arena who haven't been a lawyer, and I've done some lawyering in the sports arena, those young men and young women that uh, that are f- uh, for these big colleges, especially the big colleges, they're starving to death. I mean, oh, no, they're not. Yeah, they are barely making it, and yet they're making millions, hundreds of millions for their college, and yet they can't even basically afford to, to, to get a ride somewhere. Can't you know? sign an autograph without getting yeah. in trouble and getting paid I mean, for I think it, yeah. there's got to be a balance. When is it going to extend to the Olympians? When is it going to extend to our professional right. teams? Well, the Olympians do I, it now. The Olympians do it with endorsements now. That's how they get their money is by sponsorships and endorsements. No, they don't. Oh, but they do. Their, their group gets it. That's what I'm saying. But not the, the actual individuals. Oh, that's a good point. Right. That's, yeah, what, no, I'm, right. that's that, what I'm trying to say. You yeah. know, it's gonna, When do we extend it to all these other things? Here we have these people that give up their lives to be Olympians for us, and they don't get to recoup on their benefit of their own image. They cannot, in fact. They have to be non-professional. Later they can. Down. They can later. later. Yeah, later but they can. But they're putting so much, and they don't get paid much. Well, look at, well, look at, look at uh, Michael Phelps sure got paid a lot when he did the Visa commercials, right? He was able to do Visa commercials. True. Yeah, remember he did visa commercials he, and made he millions. Did. Yeah, so he they, did, but that was after he won the Olympics. Uh, that was before the Olympics, so I don't know the law on that. Oh. But the interesting thing is, they do use their Olympic stuff in order to, and 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 the visa commercials were running during the Olympics. So I, I don't know exactly the law on that, Denise, but I think it's yes and no. You know, but 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 whoever so it knows depends. the law, it depends. I don't know. I don't know the That's law. That's a on good that. answer for a lawyer. But we're going to talk about that, uh, and then e-cigarette lawsuits. Oh my gosh, you know what, what what what? Uh, the New York uh, has put a ban on e-cigarettes, and the New York courts have stepped in. So, anyway, but uh, really quickly. And, and these e-cigarettes are the ones that everybody's calling um, that people are dying from, right? Yes, and 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 really, it's they're saying the issue is it's going to children. Because they're doing bubblegum, marketing, marketing to bubblegum and stuff like that. And so they're saying that's what's harming uh, our children and what's going on. So we're going to talk and about it's that. it's young people that are dying. That's it's exactly not the right. older people. It's younger people that it are is. having extensive heart disease and, and dying from these things. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we're going to talk about that because we're coming up on a break. But uh, we've got so much. And then we do our quick takes at the very end. Quick takes will allow us to say the latest and greatest. Cal, we about ready to go on out? Yes, we have a caller that we'll take a call from here when we come back in just a little bit. But in the meantime, uh, we want to tell you there's more Radio Law Talk coming right up here on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com. Stay with us, please. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. 
When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes, sitting right in your car wash, a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, will spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick quack car wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti purpurium consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <clears throat> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general. The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal. Where's Todd? Is this real life? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Okay, Cal, we're talking about the NCAA issue of whether or not athletes should get paid at least for California that passed a law that said, um, in fact, Gavin just signed it, I believe, last week or the week before, that says that they can use their likeness uh, and get sponsorship money and uh, how that will be affected. We've got Joshua on the line. Joshua, thanks for calling in. Hey, yeah. Give us your opinion. Tell us. What do you think? I think the original thought was, why is, I apologize, it's getting feedback. I apologize, is this better? Yes. Um, I was uh, just 
thinking that the uh, the the original thought for the colleges was let's not compromise their education. So the whole thing about sponsorship or or money paid to the to the athletes was to will their education more important than their sports activities. You mean so they wouldn't have to be out hustling up bucks instead of going to class? Is that what you're saying, Josh? Correct. Hey, Josh, I got a question for you. So this, don't forget, this NCAA rule has been in effect for, you know, tens and, I don't know, 50, 60 years, I don't know, for so long. Yeah. I think if you look at how things have changed, I'm going to jump on the other side, it's (laughs) dramatically changed. I say in the 1960s, Ohio State was not making $170 million on their football program, you know. And I don't think that uh, – and by the way, my daughter was a Division One athlete. My div- daughter is a phenomenal swimmer, by the way, and s- swam at a Division One top college. And what I saw in this gal of mine, my daughter, is, you know, luckily, you know, uh, without telling the whole world, you know, we're not hurting financially, but – some kids are starving. They're starving to death, and they're working. It's like a full-time job. Now, ignore swimming because they're clearly not going to make a bunch of money. But an Ohio State running back that is one of the top running backs in the country that is bringing all this money. I'm just using Ohio State as an example because I'm not picking on anyone. That's bringing in $100, let's say $79 million approximately to the university, and he gets nothing. And, 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 and basically, here's your education. Now, here's why I'm going to jump on. This is the issue. Statistically, and I don't have it in front of me, but it's about 1% of the college football players make the NFL. So he beats himself to death. He's got knee surgeries, shoulder surgeries. And you know what? And he washes out his senior year because he has a life, uh, an injury that ends it for life. And what does he have? Yeah, you're right. Uh, Josh, he's got an education from Ohio State. Wonderful. Is that worth what he brought to Ohio State over the last four years of $190 million approximately per year? I'm just, I'm just, well, I can argue with yeah. that. I can't, yeah. I can't argue with what you just said, but I agree with everything you said. I was just saying that the reason why the rules that they put in the, in the original for 50 years was because they did not want the kids to – to sacrifice their education for something else. And I agree now, with I, you. I agree with you on and that. I, and I absolutely agree. You know, they lie and cheat and everything else, and they, they, they give it to their kid, their brothers or their parents mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something else. or they're, they, they figure out a ways to jump around the thing, and that's okay. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, well, I mean, that's, I mean I, no, it's not okay. No, 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 I, I apologize. It's not okay to break the law, you're saying, but it's okay that they they should get something. And I think what you're trying to say, Joshua, is we need a balance. I I don't think it needs to be extreme what Gavin Newsom, what he signed. I I don't know if that's too extreme, but I think you and I are agreeing, and probably Denise does, it's got to change some – it it needs to change at least a little bit, you know. Something needs to change. Yeah, I'm thinking – I'm thinking – I'm just trying to say is that if you stick with – take care of the kids for their education – or, or if you're going to cheat and you're going to do those things, then let's just adjust to the times of this law, where we're uh, the, the citizens of this century. Yeah, you're right, Joshua. Right on. Hey, thanks and, for calling in, Joshua. I appreciate you calling. You made an awesome point, and I agree with you 100%. Denise? Well, I, I think that the um, schools should profit from the schools' um, outfits, you know, their uniforms and all that stuff related to the school. And I think that the um, players should be able to profit a little bit from endorsement deals for themselves, and that would keep them able to continue with school. I do think schools should be the focus. Education should be the focus, not just the professional career that may come or may not. So I think there's a good compromise. So here's another compromise I've always thought about. So what what happens, again, we're back to Ohio State star running back, and compared to a person at Toledo that is uh, a, an offensive lineman 
he's not going to get any sponsorship money. It's not, it's not going to happen. But so, in other words, say the Ohio State running back, maybe that individual sponsorship, he gets 75% of it, and the other 25% goes in a pool that goes to all universities nationwide, and they divide that up to help all the other athletes. Okay, but what about high school athletes? What about a LeBron James-style athlete that everybody knows is going pro all of a sudden? What about a guy in high school that you know could get endorsements? He could have gotten them if he wanted to. Slippery slope. You're right, Cal. Where does it end? It, it's not going right. to Grammar school. I mean, nowadays, <laughs> right. I'm serious. Some basketball players, yep. they're watching them in eighth grade and, and, and seeing what's going on. So, anyway, this is interesting. We do. We're going to, when we come back from the break, we're going to do our case or no case. And then we're going to try to, we're going to, we're going to do a speed date. I mean, a speed law. A speed divorce. A speed divorce. It's Sorry. a, it's, and we're going to talk about annulments and divorces, the difference. And we're going to go as fast as we can through this because then we have quick takes at the end. So we really only have a half hour to get through this. But remember, we're going to talk about Harvard. Are they discriminating against students? What do you guys think? Because you know, as well as I do, colleges are discriminatory. To some degree, they have to be. Uh, and Megan Markle, this is interesting. O- uh, opioid, we're going to talk about that in the Las Vegas shootings. It's just a quick settlement. We'll talk about that. But I want to get into e uh, cigarette lawsuits, the latest on that against New York and uh, Governor Cuomo, uh, Cuomo, right? What, what was the name of his house? He's getting the divorce. What's the name of his house? Denise? Um, Lily Pond. The Lily Pond. Governor <laughs> Cuomo and his Lily Pond. I, <laughs> look up Lily Pond House, Governor Cuomo. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to look it up during the break. We'll be back. Cal, thanks for being here with us. All right, folks, thanks for turning on Radio Law Talk. There's much more ahead, and you can join us on telephone if you'd like. We would certainly welcome your thoughts. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. 
Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 I'm going to quick quack car wash Get my car washed Make it quick quack Pretty shiny sexy Just because I want to Don't drive dirty Going to get my car suds In the quick quack car wash it's the quick quack quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Wash a hundred feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda Mazda Porter, Chevy Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. Don't spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was asked the quick quack car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck, get on the road, come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Peekaboo, peekaboo, smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism. And we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. That is Armadillo. Stop whining. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. I think the whole uh, show is anecdotal. Hey, you know what? Uh, let's get to case or no case right away. That's what people want. They don't want to hear all this other stuff. Roll it, Cal. Here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Now a case or no case about the origin of things. Way back in the day when Cal was just a child, and this is way back before Fred was a child. Whoa, that's a long time ago. There was a cartoon called Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, I know Popeye. Popeye? I love yes. Popeye Robin the Sailor. Robin Williams later starred in a terrible movie by the same name. Yes, the principal I saw it. characters, were, of course, Popeye the Sailor Man, Olive Oil, his Goyle, Goyle. Bluto, Popeye's arch enemy, and Wimpy, a hamburger munching. Mm. Well, I ma- love Wimpy. Yes, who so shall we say was a little soft. In the spirit of merchandising and because he ate hamburgers in the comic strip and the cartoon, Wimpy evolved into insults. For example, you're a wimp or you're behaving. That's a wimpy thing to do. Then came the Wimpy's hamburger chain, followed very quickly on the heels by Dave Thomas's Wendy's hamburger chain, which was much more successful. The founder of Wimpy's said Wendy's sounded way too much like Wimpy's. They violated copyright and identity laws with the name, so they sought legal counsel. And I ask you, what do you think? Would somebody mistake Wendy's for Wimpy's? The colors uh, were very similar when they came out and everything. Cal, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I want you while I'm talking to to uh, cue up Popeye the Sailor Man's uh, song. Because okay. uh, Popeye, those of you millennials listen... Uh, the reason he was strong is to get the kids to eat their what, Denise? Spinach. Spinach. He ate his spinach, and it made him strong. And that's what, what was to get the kids strong because they wanted him to eat their spinach. And I hate spinach. But anyway, I love Popeye the Sailor Man. So Wimpy, the reason I like Wimpy is I'm still on a diet, and I haven't had a hamburger in probably two months, and I really miss my hamburgers. You know what? Uh, Every time you're on a diet, I gain weight. I know. Right. What's going on? Yeah, here it is. <laughs> That's it. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. 
That's the good old days, Cal. Those are the good old days, know, the right? cartoons, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay, so but the answer is, did Wimpy sue Wendy's saying that they stole his copyright of Wimpy's Hamburgers? There was actually a Wimpy's Hamburgers at one time, yeah, huh? it, was, it was a chain, yes. Yeah, and it actually did, clearly didn't do well. I mean, the answer is, uh, yes, it's the case. No, they did not win due to the fact that Wendy's uh, is not similar uh, in, in, in trademark. And even though they're both hamburgers, uh, there's so many things that you could say that are a little different about your hamburger or that hamburger or about your name and their name. A lot of subtleties. A lot of saying. subtleties. There's so many different things. That's going to be difficult under copyright law because we don't have a lot of time. I'm zipping through this. Denise, what say you? Wendy's versus Wimpy's, case or no case? I'm zero for three or whatever I am now. Yeah. Um, I would just have to say I go with Fred because that's what it feels like. Wimpy's case uh, and that Wimpy's loses. Oh, Tweet us guys, at Radio Law Talk guys, if you want to talk so, about Wimpy's. Such a sad day today. I wish Uh-oh. I could get points for skunking you because it was no case. I made the whole thing oh, up. Oh, my gosh. Cal got us. <laughs> Wimpy's. <laughs> Is there real? Is there such a thing as Wimpy's hamburger? Wimpy's hamburger chain. Yes. I want to look up Wimpy's hamburger chain because I'm. I'm not. I don't believe you, but I want to see what it was like, and that's that it never made it. Well, that friends is case or no case. Thank you. All right, right, here we go. Ready for ready for speed law? Ready for speed law, Cal? We're gonna do some speed law. Harvard does not discriminate against Asian Americans, according to the latest judge in the federal court. By the way, this is the lower courts of the federal court, so guess what? That means that means it's going to go up on appeal. What happened, is, long story short, is an Asian American uh, student group or group uh, argued that, that Harvard favored blacks and Hispanic applications over um, anyone that's Oriental, uh, and their racial quotas were basically against oriental individuals or they call them asian americans um and i don't know what the proper term is i'm going to call asian americans applicants because of the scores which uh they did show that there's statistically the asian american uh students are scoring much higher than um in general you know than the uh, african americans as a group so we're talking about groups as a group as a group well doesn't this arise out of affirmative action yes it does it does right it does Okay, so that's, I think the court previously said it's constitutional to consider race as part of this application process because of affirmative action. And it's just one of the many things that they are to look at, and and that's kind of what the court said. And basically the courts, I I think this one, though, the way it was laid out is edgy uh, as to whether or not that statistically the Asian Americans are being discriminated against at Harvard or Yale. And apparently there's a lot of people watching this, a lot of other schools worried about it. But as Denise and I uh, d- discussed, it, there, it is clearly prejudicial the way they choose. I mean, they have to be to some degree because they, you know, it, it, they can't just look at scores. A- and um, you think about it, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, just because, how do I back up and say this without being politically incorrect? But I was—I've always been an average student. I, I've just through college, through law school. I'm not dumb. Don't get me wrong. I do well. I went to a difficult college, but like my law school, I, I graduated dead middle of that class. And just because these top law students, Denise, I, I've turned out and done just as good or not better than them as a host, as a law practice. You know, I, I, I feel I was a good trial lawyer that uh, I, I've, you know, I know how to talk to people because I'm a little more down to, yes, I'm down to earth. And just because you have good book smarts does not necessarily mean that you're going to be a good overall student for Harvard. So that's kind of what the judge insinuated, I'm going to say, didn't say it that way, but insinuated that's not everything you look at. Yeah, and uh, not everything was based upon race either. They were looking at where people were coming from, like different localities. They were looking at different economic status. They were looking at, by far, Harvard has the opinion that they need diversity in economics. They need diversity in culture. Geography. They need diversity in geography. They need diversity in big cities versus smaller rural areas. So they're looking at all these other things, not just on race. And even though, and, and what was interesting about it was that 
Actually, the statistics held up that they were more Asian Americans admitted to Harvard per capita. per capita than any other race. So the argument that they had that they were being racially discriminated against, I felt didn't fell, hold any water. Yeah, it fell. Well, by I'm the pulling way, for the kid in Idaho from the town of 600. That's the guy I'm pulling no, for. No, they do, and I think that's smart. They should do that for the yeah. rural, uh, yeah. you know, uh, person. That here's the other thing that's interesting. They found, and I'm glad the judge said this. The judge said. This process at Harvard is not perfect, and they do make mistakes, and in, in, in her opinion, there's some things they're not doing quite right. But despite, quote, this is despite the imperfection, she said the court's not going to tear down a very fine admission program that passes constitutional muster, muster solely because it could do better. Because she's saying it can do better, and it's doing some stuff not quite right. But it still passes the constitutional muster. So who, who can't yeah. do better? Isn't yeah, that really that's, ex- the, that's exactly the right. So there we go. That's I mean we can go on and on, but that's that's going to come up because they're saying they're appealing and that's that's uh, coming down the pike. Now let's talk about Meghan Markle, Denise. You kind of a little bit on this. You you know what's going on. She is suing the tabloids for the letter that they apparently got a hold of that she wrote her father. After the wedding, because her father wasn't supposedly not invited or didn't come to the wedding. Yeah, her phone was hacked. And they took and they published this private letter. She had every reason to believe that she had the right of privacy as to this letter. And then they went and they published parts of it to make a a story out of it that was different than the actual story of the letter. And... Right now, um, Prince Harry now has also filed his own suit um, against tabloids because he is saying that these tabloids are they're violating her right of privacy, first and foremost. They're hacking into her phone, which is a violation of the uh, public data. Yeah, 2018, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember what act it is, 2018 Public something act. I don't know. What they do is they find guys that they oh, go through data um, protection act. They yes. go through passwords and try to punch in passwords and get into the voicemails. What they're the best at doing. Yes. Some of the ways I like yes. to do that. That's why I never leave those uh, scandally uh, uh, stated voicemails. And the, Brit- the British, you. the British tabloids are they're unrelenting. Relentless. Oh my goodness! It is yeah. the worst thing that you could possibly think of. And Harry's and doing what? Harry were, says what? They start. They got to the point where they started bullying Meghan, and so Harry said, "Forget it. We have to now sue and stop this environmental, um, the environment bullying. of bullying right. that's happened. Look what happened to my mom. That's right. This can happen again, and I'm not going to let it happen to my wife. Good for him. And you know, guess what? Between you and I and the fence post. Who cares? Who cares? I mean, really? Who cares about the Who Royals? cares about Prince Harry Big and Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know her name. Markle. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Who does it? Why do people care? Are they that bored, Cal? Yes, in England they're that bored. I mean, what else do they have to do there, really? I'm going to start ours, and I'm going. It's going to be Fred. <laughs> I think we should be on the BBC. We should reach out, see if we can get on there. Prince Frederick. Okay. Yes, Prince, Prince Frederick. Frederick. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. We're going to finish this uh, segment out talking about some other lawsuits. His Royal Highness Prince Frederick will return yes. momentarily right here. Don't yes. Go away. <laughs> All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAndAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time. And it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty and Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable. Things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to L-E-T-T-Y-N-Company.com. Letty-N-Company.com. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding. I like the Amadrosa Valley. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So if you've been listening to the news lately, New York, we, there's issues with this vaping. In the vaping industry, they're, they're worried about children more than anything because, believe it or not, vaping, uh, there's arguments back or forth how good it is or bad it is for you, but they're, they're getting these uh, flavors called bubblegum, cotton candy, and, and there's worries, and, and kids are dying, and people are dying from it. And, uh, 19 deaths so far yeah. across the country. Yeah, yeah these about. are e-cigarettes, so these are tobacco products. Right, 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 but I'm saying... They're worried about them getting hooked because the kids want to do bubble gum and cotton candy. So New York uh, uh, Governor Cuomo uh, came out and, uh, by the way, Lily Pad House is where he used to live, called the Lily Pad House. Look it up. Uh, Governor Cuomo put an emergency executive action on that banned all flavored vaping products with the exception of menthol. In other words, real you know, menthol. And so uh, the vaping association, whatever it is, sued, and the court, which I, I, I agree with because um, they upheld the rights for them to continue to sell because as of next week sometime, it goes into effect that they cannot sell them anymore. So it's not a win yet. All they did is put it a, basically put it neutral, let them go ahead. They're still going to be able to sell the vaping products. But uh, until the courts are able to go through uh, and determine whether or not this temporary injunction or this injunction is, is proper. So the judge ruling on the temporary injunction basically says, no, you're enjoying New York. You cannot stop them from selling these products. And, uh, and, and it was done by uh, the governor's executive order, yeah, by the way. Right. That's how he decided that he was going to ban the the use of those products and the selling of those products. And by it, the way, ironically, the real dangerous product, cigarettes, are still legal. 
Yeah, you know, and cigarettes and the marijuana, and and then you get into. Uh, but but, but, I, but I, here's I, I want. We always want to argue both sides. So I kept saying to myself, well, what's the difference between that and alcohol? What's the difference between that and this and that? But the difference is that I think their argument is they're not selling bubblegum alcohol to kids. You know, it's not. It, it, they're doing stuff that is attracting kids to vape, and that's the issue. Is doing bubblegum, doing cotton candy, doing stuff like that, where. You know, again, you can argue both sides of well, that. Well, I, that I issue. think that beer commercials are aimed directly at teenage males. Many of them are. Yeah, yeah. Many of them yeah are. I, so, I can't well, disagree. Well, that, that could be. That could be. But you know, we do have the law that they can't drink before 18. Right, but I'm just saying, and we they can't. 21. They can't, 21. Can't, what's the rule law on vaping? They can't vape before they're 18. 18. Can, so right. it's the same law. That's the same argument. And now in Kansas comes the story of some kids actually swallowing these vaping cartridges. And getting a full dose of that that nicotine oil, you know, well, they did it with the Tide Pods. Why not, you know, teenage judgment gene, but swallowing these vaping (laughs) cartridges, you know, so they can get a full hit of the nicotine. Well, that's disgusting, but 18 people have already died, and they're young people in the United States, and uh, there's over a 1,000 cases of vaping-related illnesses. They do not know what's causing it. What is going on with our, our, our FDA? Well, it's the oil. That's you know? it's the oil in the knockoff brands of the T of the marijuana, the THC stuff, right? Isn't that one of the things they've come out with? That the, some of the oil is is attaching to the to the interior lining of the lungs. Yeah, but I these are know. tobacco products. These are not. The, huh. This is related just to tobacco, not THC. No, don't forget though, they're banning only the flavored e-cigarettes. Yes. They're not banning the the others uh, uh, e-cigarettes. It's it's the the ones that basically the adults are using because I I think they're worried about the flavored ones the kids are getting a hold of and like it and are using. I think that is the it's issue. It's getting it's getting kids addicted to nicotine early. Right, the tobacco right. companies would never do that. No, okay. there's no precedent for that. <laughs> no, and no. then claim that it's not dangerous to your health. No, but 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 I think I think Cal's got a great argument that where does that stop? Because look at alcohol. I agree, Cal. They're clearly you know advertising toward the male, young male. I mean, uh, even probably the young female to some degree in some areas. But but so does a lot of things. Is that going to happen with marijuana now? Even though you have to be a certain age, are they going to start advertising marijuana stuff? That's... Well, theoretically, there's a ban on on under on marketing toward underage, just like there is in vaping products right. and cigarettes. Right. But guess what? They find a way to do it anyway, don't they? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it's interesting. So there, there, we're gonna follow this lawsuit. This is a, actually the lawsuit's not over. It just basically the court just said, hey, look, you, we're gonna wait a little bit. You're not gonna automatically put a ban on it, even if it's an executive order within the state. Um, what a sad tale of the victims of Las Vegas massacre. You, you as oh, well as man. I do know that the, this is all a sad tale. I, the interesting th- thing to me about this, as a plaintiff's lawyer, is how can you how to hold you know, MGM and these hotels liable. And, and believe me, this is an hour and a half, two-hour show to discuss possibilities of how, and I know the reasons, but but the point is, is actually even the plaintiff's lawyers are commending MGM um, and Absolutely. saying that they're, they're stepping up uh, as a good corporate citizens. These are the plaintiff's lawyers saying that. And they they they've put a settlement out for 735 to 800 million dollars. That's a for lot all of the money. victims and their families. But right. remember, Fred, who filed the lawsuit? It was MGM that filed the lawsuit right. to get in advance of the, all the plaintiffs' claims, sued all of the the victims yes. um, themselves because they felt like they had insurance um, uh, under the. Anti-terrorism law. There you go, anti-terrorism law. And they had the right kind of security that was there, that was trained in that special type of an event. And so they were... They would have immunity. So that's why the plaintiff's lawyers are saying, good job, Stephanie yeah, MGM. Because we're getting because, paid. <laughs> well, they're getting paid, but more importantly, their clients are going to get damages for what happened, even though potentially MGM would not have been found I still don't liable. see how they could be. Well, I'm, I'm well that, that, I can get into the, the yeah. details about, well, that act, the, the Terrorism Act. Uh, it would be difficult, I think, to, to win that case, but there's ways around it. Believe me, there's loopholes. Not just loopholes, but there's exceptions. And it, believe me, it, that's too long of a discussion. But what's interesting here, I didn't know, but my understanding is, I thought, wow, MGM's getting hit. That was the insurance covered the whole thing, almost the whole thing. How do you get $800 million of insurance? But they said uh, wow. it has insurance coverage 
The coverage total, $751 million, is what the coverage MGM had in insurance. What are those premiums, I want to know, Cal? What are, wow. Okay, let's see. You've got to pay the premiums this month. Uh, yeah, right. $18 million is this month's premium. And I want to know who's going to sell to them again, just like people in Northern yeah. California who live in a fire zone. Who's going to sell them insurance again? Well, anyway, yeah. so that, th- that thing may be wrapping up, and maybe it's good for the community that it wraps up. And uh, sure. Anyway, and, and when you've got the plaintiff's lawyer saying, you know, applauding the the defendants that's that's something that's interesting so we also got something about the opioid issue so the opioid that that is such a huge thing going on right now with these opioid cases and the uh, the different uh, um, uh, companies that make it did you know that Johnson Johnson only makes about one percent of the opioids and yet they're being sued don't forget they're the deepest pocket but they 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 just agreed to pay uh, 20 million dollars to two Ohio counties. Now, $20 million in two counties in Ohio is all that. Now, don't forget that and the people can agree to it or they can go sue on their own. So they could still face more. There's more than 2,000 other lawsuits related to this going against Johnson & Johnson. But, uh, but $20.4 million is the first one in two counties. Boy, talk about a lot of other counties and sure. where this thing's going to end. But, but don't forget, those of you who are following this, they've been hit with some massive... Uh, I, I, no, I, have they got hit with any, well, any verdicts yet? No, what came down is there there was a judgment against New Brunswick, yes. which was the New Jersey healthcare-based conglomerate. And $572 million. Oh, yeah, yes. Five, yes. So yeah. that's why. They got hit with $572 million, yeah. and then what Johnson Johnson is Johnson's worried. like, hey, let's just take control of this now. All right, yes. Denise, do you have your quick takes ready? Fred, do you um, have yours? I do. I wanted to just talk quickly about uh, Nicholas Cage's annulment. Two seconds. We don't have time. We don't have time. Let's go to quick takes. This, those of you who are first listening, we're going to tell you a, a quick take on some of the topics we talked about today. Go ahead, Denise. All right. Don't play the lottery. If you're getting a divorce, you may have to share your winnings with your soon-to-believe-to-be ex-spouse. <laughs> Unless you are going to one of those states that you could say you had an affair and you're going to get sued for that. Hey, mine's about Jay-Z. Hey, the JC lawsuit, if you're sick, Jay-Z, of the other lawyers taking your deposition on the video, why don't you just go ahead and wrap your answers? Just wrap them. Hey, hey, I don't know the answer to that. Wrap it on. Might be worth some money sometime. I don't know. Well, thanks for joining us at Radio Law Talk. Denise and I had some fun. You'll be Todd and Denise and Cal next week. Thank you for listening to us. Tell your friends about it. Go to www.radiolawtalk.com. See you next week. You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.